Jumbo weekends and new listeners. Welcome to the Magic Arway podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. For this episode, we present a magical, amusings episode in which we discuss the love of figment. For this show, we have Danny, Eli, Lee, and myself, Kevin. How's everybody doing tonight? We're doing good, man. We just saw Clerks 3. Clerks 3, the latest Kevin Smith offering. Now I'm depressed. Yeah. We're ready to record. Got to see Kirk Landry. He's still quite upset about this mountain. Speaking in the of slum. feels, yeah, we got some feels with the movie. And then we got some feels from Kirk. I, I think uh, I think we might need to get uh, Kirk some help. Somebody to talk to any more weekends out there that can do some crisis counseling. Talk Cage, your dad off the cliff. Caging crisis ki- counseling. <laughs> talk him off <laughs> the uh, cypress knee. That's right. <laughs> Bring your P-roll back down. It's okay. Them Cajuns take their bayous very seriously, people. It's a real thing, but uh, put the crab net the down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool out, Kurt. Cool out. Cool out. But uh, yes, no, having a great time. Got to see the movie. Huge Kevin Smith fan. Mm-hmm. A little dark and depressing. A little dark and depressing. A little dark and depressing <laughs> at times. But then maybe we're of that age now, right? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know, man. I didn't realize 50, I could die tomorrow. <laughs> like, a lot, apparently. But hey, that happens, right? It happens. Just don't argue with your friend that bad. That's Oof, just more of that story. Or no, just don't eat that much movies. Yeah. Wow. Well, a lot of movies. Those cow tippers look delicious, though. I know. <laughs> I'd like to have a cow tipper once in my life. But we're getting off track, as we, we are normally getting do. Off track. Yes. Let's talk some Disney. Yeah. So this show that we're putting together, short little guy. Uh, comes from a discussion that we had on the Magic Our Way Pleasure Island Facebook group. If you're a member of, great. Man, we'd love to hear your conversations. But actually, this is a post that Lee put up, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Lee, won't you give us a run, quick rundown for the listeners that maybe not have seen this post? I've got it printed right here. I can read it. or, or if, you know. Well, I was thinking maybe the original poster should maybe even read it. I, I think his phone is attached to this. Thing. I don't think he can. <laughs> no, I have, to, I have to only look this way. Third wall. Third <laughs> wall. <laughs> Fourth wall. My bad. I can't turn my head. So you, I was going to say you want me to hand you. No, this? I mean, I know about the gist of it. Uh, okay. Wait, but, let me read it because yeah. it, it was written very well. Oh, uh, he liked your writing. All right. All right. He you. liked you. He was inspired. Well, it was enough to make me say, well, maybe we need to talk about this because you talked about the love of figment and and there is clearly a lack of love for figment which is why i wanted to have this discussion so lee said based on my facebook feed the biggest news from d23 is figment being available for meet and greet so to all you figment fans why do you think this character is so popular i know there are disney fans that grew up with him but i also think there are a lot of people not anyone here that like figment because that's what you're supposed to do. Similar to Dole Whips, Mickey Bars, Carousel Progress, and so on. It's like you're not a true Disney fan unless you like these certain things. Thoughts, opinions. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> so Yeah, so like I just again, I felt like sometimes in these these discussions in these groups that if you don't like a certain thing at Disney that you don't you don't maybe not consider to be a true Disney fan, you know? Like, oh, what do you mean you don't like Figment? Or, you know, what do you mean you don't like Dole Whips? Or, you know, oh, you've never ridden this? Or you've never done that? And so you get this feeling that like, oh, man, like am I less of a Disney fan because I'm not going crazy for this purple dragon, you know? No, I, I'm with you on that. I don't like that attitude. I, I really, I, I don't. I also don't like lumping people in. There are people who are like that. There's no doubt about it. It's unquantifiable. A lot. A little based upon how the number of Disney fans, who knows? I, I, I don't know. I know they exist. Right. I wouldn't jump to, hey, there is this 
group of people out there and that's the mindset we like figment simply because we're supposed to it's classic disney and we're all about that i i don't i wouldn't jump to that just yet although i would admit that i do agree that there probably is people who who you know my god the people who have to do the haunted mansion spiel while you're standing there it's like thank you we're here once a year i'd like to kind of hear him do it you know <laughs> that oh, that kind of thing i'm with you on that one <laughs> So anyway, I thought it would be a fun little exercise to sit around here and go around the table and talk about our feelings towards Figment because I was able to break this down really easily and it came to me like immediately and I almost started to write respond to his post, but I was like, you know, I could just I could just, just do, do it on the show. show. Why yeah. not just do it on the show? We have the mics, we have the platform. Right. And we need material. So Yeah, well, desperately. <laughs> desperately. Always mean material. So <laughs> there are three reasons for me why I love Figment. Uno, dos, tres. I absolutely love Figment. Figment is one of my favorite characters. And I think talking to you about it maybe might help you understand a little bit better why people have an affiliation to Figment. Because I, I totally understand. I totally understand grouping Figment in with a lot of the other niche um, characters. Well, not characters, but things. Icons? Disney like things. Duffy. Yes. Oh, no. man, okay. Never Duffy. <laughs> I was like, wow. They all about Duffy. Get all the stuff. Yeah. No, just like the Disney snobbish things. Oh, yeah. That he, can't he's stand he's referencing. Like, you know. That's why the show exists. Yes. Can't stand him. So um, <laughs> before I go, I mean, like, because like I, I know my three things right off the bat. I mean, I know my reason. So, OK, so maybe OK, uh, maybe we go reason for reason. Mm. Well, I don't have three reasons, but I have one reason. You have one reason. I why don't you go reason. first? Because your reason is probably going to be one of my reasons. But I, the reason why I like Figment is purely nostalgic. I hmm. grew up with the character. I grew up with the original attraction. I grew up with Dreamfinder. It's always like a Laurel and Harley thing. It's Dreamfinder and and Figment. You know, you got the straight guy and the, and the comic guy. And so I've I, I love the fact that he was an original character in the parks. You know, it's something you didn't see in the cartoons. At least back in the day, there wasn't as many cartoons back in the day as it was as, as there are now. You know, they based Runaway Railway upon the new stuff. We didn't have that. We had like. You know, like the uh, Prince and the Pauper kind of movies, those kind of Mickey things that, that popped up every now and then. But yeah, a lot, my, my love, and I, I really like the character. I think the character is really, really cool. And the depth of my love goes with the story that that original attraction was based off. You know, it's a now about your imagination. That. And Dreamfinder created this creature from his own imagination, from collecting bits and pieces of imagination things and like all combined in. There he goes. He pops up in the back of the ship <laughs> there, you know, which a lot of people nowadays probably wouldn't know because, of course, that ride has changed considerably since the first iteration. But as a young person, you know, it was kind of neat to see this. Oh, look, it's an actual figment of my imagination. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's what a figment looks like. Oh, cool. All right. It's a dragon. Neat. Or there could be, uh, for my own, per that's Dreamfinder's figment. Maybe my figment's a little different. I don't know. Maybe I had like. Maybe your figment is Filipino. My figment, yeah, my figment's brown. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. You have a Filipino figment? Or it could be a toilet. You might fix a little talking oh. toilet. <laughs> With wigs on it. <laughs> is it in your bedroom? Huh? Is it, it in your bedroom? Be. Yeah, it could be all that. But it's, um, but you know, there's just the possibilities. And then as you go through the attraction, yeah, he would pop up. But there was always this conversation between him and Dreamfinder. And you go through these different rooms and the different things that would spark your imagination from the colors to the sounds to everything, which culminated into the, the, the last fun. I mean, the original tracks was such a great show in and of itself. Just period. It was a great, great show. I remember long lines for that sucker. That's what I was waiting for you to get to. You, you worked your way around to my number one reason. 
which is that the original journey into imagination was really, really, really good. If you're judging Figment by what you see now, this bad CGI character that farts in your face, I understand why you might not have an affinity. Like, why do people like this? This is awful. This is terrible. But that's not what Figment was. In fact, what they do with this new ride that I don't like, it's, um, you know, Figment in imagination, whereas before it was the Imagination Pavilion, which was a tour through your imagination with Figment, but also with Dreamfinder. They were there. So he wasn't put front and center. He didn't have to carry the show. And so, yeah, in, in the new ride, he's kind of a pest. He's interrupting the tour. He's razzing Eric Idle. I mean, it, it, he comes across badly. He farts in your face. I mean, let's just, it, it, just, exactly that out. just lead off with that. <laughs> <laughs> but in the original, he is not overdone. He's played just perfectly. And he's presented really, really, really well in the sense that one of the things you got to remember about the original attraction, that original attraction was about 12 minutes long. When they redid it, they cut out half the ride. Because when they redid it, they reimagined it on the cheap. So um, because they were trying to get money out of Kodak because God forbid Disney do it. So they they redid it on the cheap and they cut out half the ride. Just half of it was gone. So but what you did have when you visited that original attraction, first, you've got this steampunk style dream ship that is going through the air flying like a blimp. Yeah. Yeah, Sucking up ideas and creativity and stuff to be used for stories and 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 things and it was really cool to be introduced to the character like that and you kind of see figment emerge from that he's he's born out of the ideas that dreamfinder is is finding in the ethos i guess in the song yeah. yeah you hear it in the original song so and then from there you go into this room and in each of these rooms when you go through our original ride it's like a different realm of your imagination like there was one room dedicated purely to, to the arts and so you, you would go into this like white paper jungle sort of thing where you had like paper trees and origami animals like in a carousel and but the whole everything was white but the whole room was lit with colors that were changing constantly and it was just this beautiful thing and i, I think Dreamfinder was painting with this big fiber optic brush he was painting a, a mural or, or a painting or something like that is huge, huge painting. And Figment was like pouring a, a pot of rainbows into this water. This puddle, and it, yeah. yeah. And it looked really, really cool. Then you go to the literature section and it gets ominous and Dreamfinder's playing this organ and out of the organ, all these words and ideas and stuff. And do you see these books and there are monsters popping out of the books? Like, and, and Figment's trying to hold some of them back. There's really a cool scene where he's holding like these alphabet blocks that keep changing and so if it says like cat behind the projector is a cat but then it like turns and says bat and now it's a bat behind him it's like it was a really cool little effect then you go to a theater now you're into the performing arts realm and then you go to the space i want to say because they did science like into how and what uh, about science how your imagination influences uh technology and then from there like you end up with figment and He's looking at this video screen of all these different things that he could be, all these other different creative endeavors that he could follow, different aspects of, of himself that he could become. And it was a really, really cool ride. It, and none of the slapstick gags that didn't work or still don't work, I should say, uh, in, in the new attraction, it was played pretty straight. And it was meant to be uplifting. And Dreamfinder was every bit as 
a biggest part of that rise figment was, but really they were participating in what you were seeing, what you were seeing in the different realms of imagination. That was the star of the show. So I think that's what it was, is that figment wasn't overexposed. Just like what you mentioned about, you know, just, just like Cars 2, when you put make the, the, the comic relief the main character. Exactly. what they did with the new iteration. It's like Will Ferrell. Like, like Will Ferrell is good in, like, small bit parts. But then sometimes you're like, I had enough of Will Ferrell. Have you not part. seen Ricky Bobby? Yeah, actually, I like that one. I, like I was going to say, Elf, he does a good job of being sentimental yet goofy. But, no, but like, I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's part of it. I'm sure that's 100% where I don't connect with figment is that i've only seen the latest i i mean i think when we went this last time was the first time i'd ever gone on that attraction oh yeah and it's a terrible show it's a terrible terrible show based especially when you know what used to come there but to kids that we and this was like my second reason why and again this touches on kevin's other reason why uh kevin used the word nostalgia but for me it was like you got to realize figment at one point in time was the only character in epcot Oh, okay. He was a one-man show, unless you count the kitchen crackpots. Uh, in, in, I would um, count. I would count. Those. I would count them, but like you didn't walk away knowing their names necessarily. No, no. Figment, you knew it was. Oh, I knew Bonnie Appetit. Uh, Bonnie Let's Appetit. Be honest, be honest with that. Ham and eggs. Ham sure. and eggs. Yeah. But they were like part. Like they had a bit part, and they were you know, or they they kind of ran gone, through. Yeah. yeah. Figment was an animal come to life, and it was just like it was the most kid-friendly part of the attraction, and one of. What am I saying? One, the only meet and greet <laughs> with a character there, and it was such an amazing meet and greet because Dreamfinder would be holding Figment, who'd be interacting with you, and like, how's that happening? You don't realize there's a fake arm there. As a kid, it just blew your mind. That dragon's moving and reacting to me, and it was the coolest thing. And the lines to see Dreamfinder were immense. Like oh, I, okay. I remember waiting to go see that just to kind of interact with Figment, and it was so so cool. So that's another part of it is that really, man, as a kid, like, don't get me wrong, you're impressed by traveling to the future and horizons and you're impressed by going to an underwater sea base or, or I don't know, riding on the land and seeing dinosaurs and energy, that kind of thing. You're impressed by that, but you're aware that the, the pre-shows and it's so educational and it feels like you're watching a student film at school and it's like, this is Disney and this doesn't feel like Disney. Where's the fun? Where's the adventure? It, Figment and, and the imagination is the first storyline that kind of speaks directly to you as a kid. So World Showcase was boring. I mean, it really, the Epcot as a kid in the 80s, it was Figment or Bust. So that's another reason why. Well, they give you history for that. When that park first opened, uh, there was a thing where they didn't want the Disney characters in there. Yeah, mm -hmm. I understand. I mean, that's still kind of going on today. Yeah, uh, not as of, much, yeah. but like there's people that are like, why are they bringing characters into the? To oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't mind it so much that they bring them in, but that's how they opened it. And then Figment came along, and was like, oh, how cool! A I character. know, well, it's a different. Disney character, and they created it just for this. I got one souvenir from Epcot. It was a stuffed Figment. That thing sat in my bed, and I remember I had it until his neck couldn't even hold up straight anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it just started kind of. <laughs> <laughs> he was imagining it after yeah, a while. I would always grab him by the neck because I'm a kid. I don't know better. He's a stuffed animal, and then. This next to go like that. Now, was <laughs> Dreamfinder and Figment uh, a thing before Epcot, or did, were they created for Epcot? They were created for Well, they were really created for uh, Discovery Bay, I believe it was. In, in but I'm saying it wasn't like a, a movie that existed and they no, brought no, it into no, 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 no. It's totally unique. It was a Tony Baxter creation okay. that was, again, intended for that. And, and I think the character of it was Professor Marvel and Mr. Marvel or something like that. Mr. Marvel, I can't remember what it, his name was. It was going to be for a show there with his little 
and it, the dragon was green, winning purple, and he was going to present a, a tour of, I guess, imagination or something like that. And they kind of redid it for Epcot. So no, they didn't exist before that. It, it was really original characters for uh, for Epcot. So yeah, Figment. It, it, that was it. Epcot was all Figment. When you were a kid in the eighties, it was like. Let's not go to Epcot. Let's go see Figment. That's what Epcot was in the 80s. And then lastly, and this is another big re- reason, and I, I think this is something one of our listeners said, is that he's the embodiment of creativity as, as an artist that speaks to you. And as somebody who wasn't running around throwing a football or hitting a, a baseball or playing hoops much when I was a kid who was always drawn and stuff like that, here's this character who's preaching creativity and imagination and that is really more than anything he was he's the artist choice he's, he's the spark there. yeah yeah i agree with you there he's uh, so much so like he's the official mascot of the festival of the art he's the unofficial mascot of imagineering like if you have those books like ways to those imagineering books that they put out like the creative exercises they would have they illustrated all with figment Fig- yeah you had that book or maybe you had the little booklet of that it's back like then. Yeah. the imagineering way the imagineering something and so yeah they all illustrated it with figment because figment is the unofficial mascot of imagineering the idea that boom even Marty Sklar, uh i want to say entitled one of his books travels with figment just because, and there's your, your head of Imagineering. So, I mean, Figment is a living, and if you're creative, if, if you live and in, in, in breathe creativity and enjoy the arts, that's what Figment represented for you, an idea. You know, like, you know, he's kind of like, I know this is going way off the bend, but kind of like Santa Claus embodies Christmas. Figment embodied imagination and creativity. It's fair. You know, I could even make a leap further to say that when I first saw it, I didn't know all the history and everything, but I agree that it, the character was like a seed of imagination. But I attributed Figment to Lockheed, which is a small purple dragon that hangs out with Kitty Pride from the X-Men. Oh, I remember. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. So I think this to, to add to why would someone like I think it's also a visual thing, because number one, dragons, when you think of a dragon, it's very like, huge, intimidating, breathing fire. So when you see a nice little cutesy version especially purple because that's a very rare color to see doesn't really invoke any kind of really uh strong emotions you know what i mean because it's still a color palette thing people like ah that's cute i mean that's how i attributed to uh figure when i first saw it's like oh yeah Lockheed's pretty awesome you know small little dragon and now look they related now you know, see, <laughs> mm-hmm. they family, they family, they family, all together. Yeah. There you go. I must have like two or three figments. Figment might be like the one character. If I was going to get a tattoo of a Disney character, it would be Figment. And yeah, I mean, because I couldn't go in and apply for a bank loan with a dopey tattoo. <laughs> just, just can't imagine <laughs> that that would work out too I'll well pay for me. Back, <laughs> oh, really? Let me look at that interest rate again. Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I think those are the three main reasons for me. So nothing to do with. The idea of nostalgia, it really came, and not nostalgia, I shouldn't say, nothing to do with the idea of feeling like I should love that animal. I mean, I remember that was one of the first rides that I couldn't wait to get back to when we went back for the millennium when and to see what they did that attraction. It was like, ah. Uh. So there's not really any attractions that are that length right now, right? Like maybe Jungle Cruise? Like how long is Jungle Cruise, would you say? It seems pretty quick. 
Yeah, I don't know about 12 minutes, but it, it could be. We'd have to look that up. I mean, nothing comes to like the top of my head. No, like, no. I mean, like, yeah, short attention span. Theater. Well, a lot of those attractions back then were that were pretty they were like that. Yeah, yeah I was world of motion, horizon, energy. Oh my God, jeez, that Spaceship one. Earth is still the same length. Yeah, pirates. Not twelve minutes, maybe. It drags. It feels like, but well, when I'm the boats get backed up at the exit. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Major Cap. Yeah, that's Six what minutes. I'm talking about. Six well, then, minutes to exit. I know Small well, World feels like 12 minutes. That definitely feels like 30 minutes. Especially when the boat's back up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that when you think about it that way, you're like, man, like that just doesn't exist anymore. No, it really, it, it, it doesn't. And that type of entertainment or that, that thought process of entertaining people for 12 minutes. No, and it's and it unfortunate should. because still to this day, I, I think people have, you know, they do guest surveys and whatnot, and people are like, yeah, we want quick rides and thrill rides, and woo, we want to be in and off it and done and moving on uh, to maximize our time in the park. But then you ask people, what are your favorite rides? Haunted Mansion or Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't think people perfectly I'm, crafted stories. Yeah, I don't think anyone 20 years from now is going to be saying, oh, man, you know, I really miss Rock and Roller Coaster. It's just such a, such a nostalgic ride. I mean, just, the, <laughs> just loops and flips and stuff, you know? That's, that's about it. I mean, yeah, it's, it, I don't think... If you ask people, like, what did you see on Rock and Roller Coaster? They're like, ooh. <laughs> That's a great a, question. A bunch of a, road signs. Sign. Yeah. yeah. Darkness. 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 I saw the shocker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same thing with Space Mountain. I mean, well, at least a Disney World version, I should say. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, I, I'm with you. I'm with you 100 percent. Like, yeah, I, I wish we had some of the stars because people will sit still and, and listen to a good story. I mean, in fact, that's another thing. And I didn't even mention this. And Kevin will probably speak on this a little bit more eloquently is image works. The original image works was unbelievable. That was the other best part of the ride. So you get off the ride and it's like this play area. And it's not like what you walk into now. Like their area was like upstairs, wasn't it? Yeah, it's where the DVC lounge is. That's that's what the, the image works used to be. You take the elevator stairs. Rainbow tunnel. Rainbow tunnel. The colors would follow you as you're walking through. They had, um, they had pin boards where you, you know had colored lights on it and you can mess with it. You know, those little pin boards where you press it and you can see your hand. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. They had the conducting thing still, which is the same what they have now. And they had like the little stepping stone blocks that makes the sounds. They had all kind of stuff. And they even like acting studios. Oh, yeah. They would put you in the, in the movie. Yeah. They put you in a movie. You could, there's one scene where you're in space and you were jumping onto the moon, that kind of a stuff. It was, oh, wow. It was, it was basically a program to, to spark your imagination is what it was. And there's so many different types of activities, which I loved going when I was a kid. So you hung out in that pavilion for a good long time. And that's genius. And it sounds lame by today's standards, for sure. But back then, when not everybody was walking around with a phone, computer in their pocket, yeah, you know, it, it was next level. Like, no one had laptops at home. No one had. This was like really cool technology. Now it's kind of like, ah, I got better stuff. But I would phone. encourage that now. My kids would have, and today would have enjoyed that. Because I tell you what, like um, they they enjoy like the post the little play area post thing in Space of Earth. They like playing around with the stuff with that, you know, from driving the car, doing different things. So I gotta imagine that they would have enjoyed the image works as it was when I grew up, and even the communicors they would have enjoyed oh, all yeah, those little that. activities. Because yeah. I was gonna say when you mentioned the thing with the with the pins and you put your hands, I remember when I took my daughter a long time ago. I remember her just putting her face through it because you know the, the Big thing to do is always put your face in it, and then stick your tongue out. 
so that they just yeah, the pan, and it looks just like a face. Yeah, and they had huge tables of that. That's sanitary. Uh, oh yeah, in today's well, matter, you can't yeah. tell a kid that while he's doing it, man. You know, just, that was back when germs didn't exist. Yeah, right? you know, <laughs> yeah. There wasn't as many commercials about it, Lee. That was before three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> it was past. Well, I mean, too, like nowadays, it's just like you don't want to spend any time in the pavilion in the pavilions because you got to get to the next ride, and you go, you, oh, we got a fast pass. Well, that's by design, too. Yeah, right? unfortunately, Keep it moving. that's by design. And Crowd that's, control. That's why people want quicker things so they can see everything. So it's a double-edged sword because you can't really. I mean, who can really? T- I mean. How can you really have an experience in five minutes? I mean, it just, it's, I don't know, ask my husband. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> He's got the Bowser's. He paid for everything. He's got experience in 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, but that's it. But that's a good point in that now you're talking about what the level of experience is at the park when you don't have to rip and run. You enjoy what you're actually paying for, right? I mean, that's a nice sentiment. That's a nice throwback and i think they should have more of that because yeah to be moving around and jumping around hey for from you but i'll have like you know six or seven or eight people to keep up with at the same time but that was a fun thing for kids to sit down and do you take your break look at your phone if you're a parent plot your next thing that was a good breathe if you were a parent back then for well no this is back before there was a phone well you know what i'm saying yeah i was gonna say you can look at your map yeah yeah <laughs> You talk to the other person. The coolest thing in the Communicore was the video phone exhibit. You know, you'd send your parent to the other side of the room and you'd pick up the phone and there, there's your parent right there talking to you while you're on the phone. <laughs> so basically, it looked, like a, it looked like a regular phone with a, with a Watt TV, uh, Sony Watchman. Yep. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Blew your mind. There was a robot that drew that was like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. Like, and you would sit there and watch this robot arm draw. And now, I mean, you just open up your cell phone and there's a filter that does that. that right. Yeah. And everybody looks like an aha video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, back in the that was really kind of cool to see. So I think that also had a part in it. Like You were seeing things that you just couldn't see anywhere else. And now you're competing with, again, what most people are walking around with in their pocket. So that, I mean, that's, that's why we like Figment, right? right? Or love Figment. So that answers that, that part of the question. But the other part of your post... That all that's all that to say that you I don't think you have to love Figment oh, to be yeah. a Disney fan. Yeah. I mean I get that, but it's also like one of those things that I've I okay, so we're of a certain age. Now you guys grew up with, with this particular attraction and so you are, have experience with it. But I'm sure like there's a lot of people right now that they see Figment or they see like the popcorn bucket or they see this and that and like Hmm, I'm supposed to like that. That's a Disney thing. Like they probably never experienced it, just like I never experienced it. But it's sort of one of those things. It's like Disney's telling you, like, this is cool. If you're like a, if you're a Disney fan, you should like Figment because Figment's cool and blah 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 blah. I can see what you're saying. If if what you're saying is is like, okay, people who like Figment and they've never experienced the original ride, I'm a little bit suspect of how they could love this purple dragon so much without having known it in their youth and really growing up with it. Like if you're 30 <laughs> or something like that, and you're just now coming into the knowledge of figment, I, I, I guess I understand that to an extent. I mean, people are allowed to like what they like. I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to down anyone or anything like that. It's just, again, I, it's just a, it's a weird juxtaposition for me. It's like, how do you, how do you square that? You know, it's like weak mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say you could get upset with it if you want to. That's yeah. your. You're gonna business. let a corporate right. entity dictate to you what you like or don't like, then 
God bless you. Uh, hey, I, my ex-wife dictated to me what I was posting like. <laughs> Even her. Yeah. yeah. As you go. But no, like, dude, I, I totally understand it. I, I totally understand why you would have questions about it. I said it on the last show. It's like I was disappointed when we watched D23 and there was no announcements about imagination where it's like, man, that dragon ain't going to mean much to many going forward if they don't do something with that ride to get people excited about it again yeah because the focus again it can't be on figment it's got to be on imagination and figment's there and he's interacting with the scenery but he's not the focal point of the show because then you got to give him some obnoxious personality that ruins it i mean i Mm, yeah that's a good point the buffoon's the star right exactly and so I totally understand why you would have those questions. And that's why I thought it was an interesting thing to talk about because I could see why a lot of people who are new to Disney or not even necessarily new to Disney. I mean, they've just been Disney fans since the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe not the nineties. I'm sorry. 2000. And again, so it's not like there was a cartoon out that they grew up with. You see what I'm saying? Like, no, it was on a cartoon. No, but I'm saying like, for me, example would be Dumbo. Like when Dumbo came out, I wasn't alive, but my mom, introduced me to Dumbo and I grew up watching you know Dumbo and I had the little record the, the you know the little plastic records that you would get cheap that came free with the books and all this other stuff so I had some kind of a, a connection yeah even though I'd ne- I didn't go to Disney till I was like in my 30s I still had that connection with Dumbo so like that to me is like okay that's my one of my favorite attractions and not because it's so great it's just like there's this like this lineage of growing up with Dumbo and, and all this other stuff. So that's why I like Dumbo. Okay. So cool. I get it. So, but if you never saw a cartoon of a figment and you didn't like, there wasn't like a figment TV series that you watched when you were a kid, all you've seen is a popcorn bucket. How do you love figment? You know what I'm saying? That's, I, that's where I get, that's where well, I yeah, that's, come from. And that's, that's totally, totally understandable. understandable right. Yeah. And I'd be curious to know, why if you've never seen the original why you do like that character i'd like to hear from people that just know that character as as the current iteration why that is part of it would be a mystery to me how people fall in love with this current iteration of figment except that the design also the design is beautiful it's a cute little character yeah Yeah, it's a cute little character yeah the personality could do some work in the new attraction (laughs) but i mean it's a cute little character when you squeeze the character does it fart <laughs> I hope not. It can. That'd be a cool. Oh, it squirts no. out milk duds. My stuffed animal didn't. But oh yeah, it's like one of those little walking figments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Little, yeah. In, the, in the skunk suit. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh my god. I mean, at least update the CGI. At least do something about that. <laughs> that that they do that. They could do that in a weekend. Yeah, if, if they make she hog twerk, they could do that. Yeah. Shoot, oh, you're gonna get twerking figment in a magnet. Oh, oh boy! Oh, that'd be, that'd be <laughs> don't fun. give them any ideas. No <laughs> gas, no, no gas, no gas, no gas with twerking. But Lee, you know, I, I, I just want to let you know, you don't have to like figment to be a Disney. Fan. Okay, thank you. Yeah. You, 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 you don't like figment? I'm cool with that. I totally agree. Totally, with that. 100%. Yeah. totally cool with that. I, look, Again, and, and this is me going back. When I went back, like again, I had a long break from Disney. My first time going again was in 2001, and to walk in there and see figment ride gone food uh, the kitchen cabaret become food rocks it was just a mockery of what the original attraction was <laughs> the hydrolators were out of living with the land i mean epcot had really taken a terrible turn 
so uh, somewhere within 2000, I guess. I, I it just it real all it just all started falling apart. So I can more than understand why anybody growing up on this new version of Epcot now that they've made you know strides, they fixed a lot of things, but um, they've also taken away a lot of great things. I mean, I would just say on on that what you're saying is that look, Disney has so much property so many characters and so many different things. I mean, now more than ever, there's nothing wrong with saying what connected me to Disney was Dumbo or, you know, Figment or whatever. I mean, because they're supposed to diversify, right? I mean, I think one of the things that would have attracted me to Disney at the very beginning was watching it on television and then, you know, see a wonderful world of Disney, not even going to the park. So should I be judged because Figment wasn't the thing that gravitated me towards Disney as much as what I saw on a television show? No. You know, the point is you're still a fan of the product. And if something brought you in that's different or the same, it shouldn't matter. You know, there shouldn't be a degree of devotion uh, to Disney and that. Yeah, I, I, I mean... Shoot, I'll fight that all day. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? What I just said? No, 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 no. What? What? The, the people oh, okay. that say that you have to like this to be a Disney fan? Like, all right, I'd say to yeah. them, come at me. I'll, yeah, I'll be the yin or yang. <laughs> yeah, just give them the hockey. I'll they balance don't. your power because that's how the world works. They don't want a piece of you when you do the hockey. They ain't see they you do the hockey. They don't. Well, that's they why don't. you know. Yeah. The, the, I still think that's why the, the pins do well. It's because it, you know maybe your character isn't represented on a t-shirt or in a ride, but Oh my God! Look on that pin right over there. There's Big Al, or so, you know, there's there's some character that whoever it is that you grew up liking, you'll find them there, even if they're not represented in the parks. Uh, so I, I do like that aspect of of the pins, it even though exists. I never got into the creek. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Disney way of saying yeah. It, there's something for everybody, and everybody's got their favorites. That's the first thing you do when you walk into that park. I think when you haven't been there in a long, long, long time, you really don't know that much about it. And you're booking your once in a lifetime trip is you start looking for the stuff that you like. You book for what you like, you know, and, and if you've got young kids and stuff like that and they're big Beauty and the Beast fan, well, Enchanted Tales with Belle becomes more important than Seven Dwarves Mine Train or Big Thunder Mountain or any of that. So, well, guys, look, this brings us to the end of our discussion. Uh, of course, your opinions are always welcome on the show. So shoot us an email at show at magicarway.com and share your opinions why do you love Figment? Uh, what iteration of Pig- Figment do you like and why? Or why do you not like Figment? Or maybe what's your thoughts on uh, what it means to be a Disney fan? Do you have to like a certain thing, one this, that, or the other? We'd love to hear your thoughts. Again, show at magicover.com or you can call or send us a text at 1815MOWEEKEND. That's 1815MOWEEKEND. 669-4226. And of course, support us via Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash magicourway and you can visit magicarway.com to find all of her stuff to find links to ivorycomics.com to find lee's address lee at magicarway.com to book your next disney vacation so you can see the current iteration of figment maybe who knows i don't know but anyway guys on behalf of danny eli lee and myself thanks for listening magic out hey it's lee from the magic our way podcast and when i'm not stuffing tacos down my throat i'm listening to the mad hatter radio adios amigos